I remember seeing Taylor Swift with teardrops on my guitar because my little sister, she okay. loved CMV, the, cha the channel. It was like the country music channel uh -huh. where they played country music and music videos all day, every day. And that was just her favorite channel to watch when she was a little, a little kid and she'd jam out to the country music. But I remember seeing like this really pretty blonde girl and it was Taylor Swift doing her teardrops on my guitar music video. And I was like, wow, she's beautiful. My stepmom was like, yeah, she's really good. And she's really young too. My stepmom goes, you know, she's gonna be famous one day. I can tell. And she's like one of the most famous people in the entire world. So uh, my stepmom was right about that. You hear that, Tay Tay? You owe Meredith the thanks. You do. You owe her a percentage. No. Something. A song. Some maybe teardrops a line. on her guitar. Please. Can you look up uh, the Fearless album really mm -hmm. quick for me? Because I want to look at the list of songs. Fearless. Fearless. I was, we were on different wavelengths there. That's a song on her album. No, Fearless is from the Mean Girls musical. Well, I'm talking about Fearless Taylor Swift still. You know what you I were, you know, were. Fetch. It's better than so this. fetch. I haven't listened to Folklore yet. Or, oh, or that, Lover. that same song. Uh, oh yeah, I haven't heard Lover at either. Either. I think I stopped at like 19... 1989. Yeah, that's the that was like last album I My heard. peak Taylor Swift. Really? See, that's when I stopped because that's when people that's when people started making fun of Taylor Swift. And that's when oh, I was and like... And you didn't want to, you wanted to fit in. So you're like, yeah, I don't like Taylor Swift either. Yeah, because I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm a sheep. Disgusting. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I was one of those people that were like, you know what? I want people to like me. So I'm going to change my entire personality just so they like me. Straight up, that's probably why I liked her so much at that time. It was what? like, y'all fucking hate her? That's, that's, that's for me. See? Yeah, I don't like it when people don't like me or think I'm weird, which I'm, I am weird. And I'm starting to be comfortable with that little by little. See, I really like that style. That song is you my shit. You got that James Dean Dude, I fucking Day love that Dream. song. Look in your eyes. I remember like getting out of school in high school. Same. Getting in my car. Same. Turning on the radio. And that song is Just playing. like hoping that style would be playing. No, that happened. Oh my gosh, I had the exact same image because at that time when that song came out, we started driving. Uh -huh. So my friend had a car. Her name was Nicole. Hey, Nicole. And she would, she was the only friend with the car. So she would literally drive us all to her house. It was like five of us. Fun. The poor, poor girl. And she would all, <laughs> and she would stop by either like Chick-fil-A. I'm sorry. Gross. Or um, McDonald's at the time. And we would Amazing. get food and go back to her place and like just hang, hang out as a group. And I just remember that song playing and the windows were down and we were having a grand old time. So fun. <sighs> that and I had an Ariana Grande CD. I am in love with Ariana Grande. My shit in high school was Avril Lavigne's <gasps> self-titled album. Uh, Is that the one that has sing radio head at the top yeah. of our lungs? Oh, so that and fucking Hello up. Kitty. Yeah. That, that album. Come, come, kitty, kitty. I loved it. I so loved it so much. It's really good. I don't know yeah. how I feel about it now. I haven't listened to it in so long, but like in high school, I would blast that shit. Um, it's still as good as you I'm remember. sure it is. Kesha Evelyn was is my shit. still amazing. Kesha? Like uh, my middle sure. school and beginning of high school year, I was obsessed. I only ever knew Kesha's like Kesha. mainstream stuff. I never listened to anything beyond like that. TikTok. Don't yeah. stop on the clock. Well, she was known as the sweaty glitter eyeliner girl. Yeah. But she's so much more now. Like, I, yeah, I know it. Well, we should probably, probably get started. Yeah, probably. Uh, since it's we've talked for like what twelve minutes about nonsense. Fifteen, but yeah. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
I'm Chris, your new. And once again, this is Weeb and the Noob. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome, Squidward. Welcome, Squidward. Welcome, Squidward. Welcome, Squidward. Welcome, Squidward. We already entered the show, so I don't know what to say now. I don't know. Do we need to do a recap at all? We sure do. Recap. We learned some stuff about spike about spike a little and, bit about his, his backstory a little bit we we were given a few the, of the puzzle yeah. pieces but not how to put them together but we, we started with puzzle pieces like yeah. that was the very first shot that we saw of the show we started with some puzzle pieces mm-hmm. of like as you call it the epileptic yes the epileptic nightmare yes we started with that and then we're like okay and now we kind of just got like two or three more little puzzle pieces but not even or enough to like put the full we puzzle were given together. the puzzle but it was all apart, obviously. Obviously. And all of the pieces were upside down. Yes. And then they, they were like, you dummy, turn some of these around. So they turned a few of them around. Yes. Not all of them. Oh, okay. Just a few of them. And they haven't told us how to put them together yet. But they're like, as you can see, it's going to make a picture. It's <laughs> very, very good, mm-hmm. actually. Yes. That's actually exactly, that's exactly what they're doing. They're like, we're not going to tell you what it is. We're not going to even tell yeah. you to put it together. But just turn the pieces around, and yeah. it makes a picture. It'll, That's really it'll good. make a picture. Yeah, because what we learned last time is, like, we, we saw a little bit more about the epileptic nightmare, and then we saw this blonde woman, and then about mm-hmm. how Spike supposedly has already died, like, three years ago. Mm-hmm. And then we also saw in the other episode with the little devil boy. Yes. Is that intro started Damien. with, like, him in, like, a laboratory. Right. And they were working on his eye. That's right. I forgot about that. And he woke up in a fever dream. So it's like, okay, what's going on here? I don't even know. You're giving, you're giving us two different stories here. And we also met who I think might be the main antagonist of the show. Oh. Fucking vicious. Uh, creature. Vicious. Vicious. Creature. I don't remember his name. <laughs> his name is Vicious. Vicious. We met Vicious. Vicious. Who may or may not have an eye patch. We don't even know. We don't know. I thought he did. But he's got a really swanky looking bird and he carries a sword around with him. So he's just the epitome of evil. Yes. Like, if evil, look up evil in the dictionary. Boom. Yeah. Vicious is right there. Or I think what we said was like, uh, picture a, an anime <laughs> villain. villain. That's, that's it. Him. Yeah. <laughs> but then also in the, in the epileptic uh, nightmare, we saw like little flashes of the blonde girl with Spike. And then the blonde mm-hmm. girl... Supposedly in bed with Vicious because why would I think it's the blonde girl? Because why else would they show that picture? I don't know. They're just just like, hey, by the way, Vicious can get some too. I guess (laughs) he's desired by the ladies. I guess I'm I'm, I'm, good for him more than I can say. And of course, like, we still have our four. Oh, oh my gosh. But what we know so far is that we still have our four main characters Spike, Faye, Jet, and Ayn. They're still all together. They're still working together. So I guess we're just going to stick around with them and continue on with the story. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They still haven't gotten paid for any of their shit. Yep, they've yet to get paid for anything ever. Which makes me wonder how they can afford anything. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. I mean, like... Like water. They can't afford everything, but, like, they can't afford to stop trying. True. It's like that movie, The Gambler, that nobody saw. He has to keep borrowing money from loan sharks to, to pay off the previous loan sharks. And that's why everyone wants to fucking kill him because he owes every single person in the world money. Anyway. Well, we should get started on Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop. So, episode seven, Heavy Metal Queen. This episode had the best intro. I was going to say. Not like the, the opening 
credits, but yeah, like the, the just the opening sequence of the actual episode. I knew you'd like it. Was dope. Yeah, because it was literally it was just asteroids and space trucks and heavy metal blaring and in the background. Oh God, and heavy metal blaring and in the background. Hair band metal. Yeah, absolutely. 80s hair band. And it lasts garbage. for quite a while. Yeah, it's just dope because we just get shots of a. Of just a space truck. Space, yeah, I was going to say, it's a fucking truck in space. Truck in space. And then that's how we open up. Yeah, and we see that the title is called Heavy Metal Queen. And I was like, oh, I think I'm going to like this one. And I was like, oh, yes, you will, sir. And I was like, let's see this spooky, sexy goth girl who's a metalhead. Not quite. Not quite what I was expecting. I thought you'd still like but I'm not anyway. disappointed. I, I didn't say I didn't. I was like gonna her. say rude. I, was exp- I thought you liked her anyway. Well, first we see <laughs> a, your a favorite. Kid. They're playing with the fucking laws of, of gravity again. <laughs> Their selective gravity. So it only affects on small animals. It pisses me off. But I guess they they explained <laughs> She's it got away boots. pretty. I know they explained it away pretty quickly because they have boots that'll lock them to the surface. Yeah, because they're space truckers, so I suppose they have to have some kind of gravity boots to deliver or to pick stuff up because they have trucks for. But a if you're a cute little cat, you're fucking on your own. Yeah, pretty much. He picked it up quickly, though. He grabs onto stuff. We see this cute little space cat just kind of float on by as we see one of our characters in this this episode, this guest spot character (laughs) uh, named VT. And we hear the reason why she's naming VT is because we hear VT. VT. (laughs) Your shift over? VT. And this is our metalhead queen. Metalhead queen. Just throw that out there now and... She uh, she looks she does look grungy and she's super dope she's yeah. super cool and they're just having some trucker talk and they're like ah have you been by Venus lately ah here you've been making tons of money and all that jazz and they're just kind of having some banter they're about to go their separate ways when he's like wait hold on I almost forgot and he deactivates his gravity boots because he was upside down I don't know if we mentioned that not at all he was upside down uh, so he floats on down and he's like VT I almost forgot and he slams down some money and he's like I'm ready and she goes oh you're still trying Crying, huh? And you made you had a reaction. You you backed up a little bit. So what was your reaction when you saw that? <laughs> I don't remember, but he like he slammed down money. And he's like, like, and then she was like, "You're still trying." I was like, "Is he trying to pay her for sex?" Oh my something? goodness! He's like, "I, like, I want to see what you're trying to queen. get in my pants." Money. That's how to do it. Uh, but we learned later on that that was not the case. No, uh, but they didn't explain it quick enough. You know, I'm they were so supposed. So- they, they wanted us to think. No, you're the only one. Not that necessarily. She's not a hooker. I I know she's not. That's why when that's why she was like, "You're still trying." Like, I'm not gonna let you in my pants. I don't care how much you pay me. Well, I listen. That's not what it is. So don't worry. I know, but I don't like that you thought. That. That's why I had a reaction to it. I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah, not on my not on my cowboy bebop. But, but like, give me a break. They didn't. I'm, I'm they not didn't bullying g- you. They didn't tell us what was happening just yet, so I didn't. I'm know. just shocked that your brain went there. It could have been anything else. What could it have been? That's what I thought. I'm still thinking. Exactly. Give me a second. You don't know. Give me a second. See, you, you've, you've you, already... You, shut your mouth. I'm you've to, already been given just, more time you're just, you're just than upset. I had in the you, show. Because the show didn't give me enough time to think you're about just it. Upset you don't that get you're time wrong. to think about it. I'm not upset I was wrong. I'm thrilled I was wrong. Because what it turned into was a nice moment later on in the stop show. Stop getting defensive. Let's just move on. Then stop bullying me. <laughs> bullying you. I'm just shocked that that's where your brain went. You're so innocent. My goodness. Okay, anyway. moving on. So he's like, well, yeah, I'm going to keep on trying till I get my money back. And it's like, okay, so she's taken money from him before, but for what? And we see her pull out a big old freaking wad of cash, like a brick. And she's like, you got, you get one shot and you get no clues. It's got to be at least $50 in there. 
At least. You think you're funny? At least, yeah. You think you're funny? Kind of. <laughs> what if it's just a bunch of ones that make up a 15? At least. <laughs> okay, yeah, so she's like, you only got one shot and you get no clues. And he's like, mm, okay, VT, I say your name is Val Tamiana. Okay, at this point you had to have figured well, out yeah, that he was I guessing it on out, her name. Obviously, Good. And he's trying to figure out what her name is. Good, That's yeah. That's what I'm saying, they didn't give us enough time. Okay, well they gave you the explanation, <laughs> exactly. so calm your tongue, calm your tits. I'm calm, they're, they're idle, they're standing <laughs> idle. <laughs> So yeah, he's guessing and he's sweating buckets and she's kind of just pausing and then she goes, nope, nice try. And he's like, oh no, this is a bad sign. You took my money again. And she's just adding to the stack and she's like, I gotta go now. Asta. See, this, that's such an impossible game because you have to guess the so first and last name correctly. Yeah. So you could get one correct and never know because you have to get both. And she said like, you get one guess and no hints. Hmm. So she's never going to be like, almost, you're close. Nope. Nothing like that. No, yeah, exactly. Because if you guessed her first name right yeah. and not then the last name, she's not going to tell you that. Exactly. I don't know. I what guess I that's would do why is she has so I much would... money. Yeah, true. At least 50. Well, I mean, a name like V, there aren't many V names, but this is the future. So they could have like yeah. really eccentric V names. Valerie, Vital, Victoria, Veronica. Veronica. Val. Valerie. I know vowels. Why don't you come on over, Valerie? But in the future, what if it's like Verts? Yeah. Or Vets. Or or Vetsvika. So now we cut to like this kind of a diner. We hear outside of the diner kind of like these thugs talking it over, and they're like, I'll have you know, what do you know? I've taught telep telepscory? I can't sure. pronounce that. Yeah, I think it's telepscory. Everything guy. he knew. Some guy. And we're like, all right, they're having a discussion about a guy named T- Telepscory or something. And they're like, oh, Telepscory, the, the bounty hunter? Telepscory. The bounty hunter? And they're like, oh, that's right. They quiver at the sound of his name. And it's kind of like an old wise tale. It's just like an old little legend of like, oh, yes, I taught him everything he knows. And whenever they hear his name, people shake in their boots. And it's like, all right. He's just an no old one knows kid. how to pronounce it. Telepscory. Telep. Puck, telescope. Uh, so we see a VT with her cat kind of walk into the diner. And as she opens the door, we see all these thugs kind of turn around. And she's like, oh. And she kind of just makes her way to the bar along with her cat, which this cat is it's so well-trained. This cat just jumps onto the bar like it's no problem. That's so dope. cute. And the bartender notices the cat and he says the cat's name, which is Zeros, which adorable. Zeros? I thought it was Zeros. Oh, sorry. As in plural what? Zeros. Yeah, sorry. It is Zeros. Like Jack Skellington's dog, Zero, but yeah, plural. Yeah, plural for some reason. Zeros. I, I thought that was weird, yeah, but what are you going to do? It's the future. Uh, so the cat takes a seat. The bartender notices VT, and he's like, oh, VT, what's it going to be? The usual? And she's like, ah, uh, yeah. What's up with the muscle boys anyway? I thought this place was supposed to be, like, empty. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, there's something going around. Apparently there's, like, a huge bounty on some guy that's in the area. So a bunch of bounty hunters kind of got a whiff of it, and now they're all just waiting around. And VT's re- reaction to this is like, ugh, bounty hunters are scum. So we're like, okay, well, we know where she stands on this. Uh-huh. Super. She's it's not a fan. good thing this isn't a show following a group of bounty hunters. No, of course not. And then we cut to in the bathroom. And hello. We, hello. Not just the, any bathroom, but the men's room. And we hear Scandalous. a familiar man's voice uh, talking about how I thought you said that this was exclusive information, but this place is crawling with bounty hunters, and I had a hangover the size of Venus. And of Neptune. course, he said, "Oh, Neptune? Neptune! Sorry, he's got a guy. significantly bigger. Don't you know? I don't know. I don't know, Chris. I, I don't did. know either. 
Yeah. You, I don't, just you don't know either. So we hear a man's voice and he's like, and I also got to hang over the sides of Neptune. What the heck? And of course, it's the one, the only Spike Spiegel hung over in the bathroom with his pants down. Yeah. Nice, he looks nice, like nice shit. He, his pants are down. You I can know see they his are. stubbly legs. Okay. So cute. So he's like, yeah, I'm trying to find this guy with the dragon tattoo. And Faye, haha. <laughs> Good luck. She's going to have a hard time finding this guy, our, our target in that place. And and like, it said oh. his name. His name is Deckard. Did they say his name yeah, already? Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. So Deckard. And where is Faye, Chris? Uh, at Woody's P. I don't Or is that just that's parking? parking. <laughs> Listen, the sign says Woody's <laughs> with a big old P under it. But parking sign. It's pointing that way. See, I thought the P stood for Playhouse. No. I thought it was Woody's Playhouse. It's just called Woody's, the Fine. family fun place. Is that a real place? No. Then why what do I know? It's a real place in the show. It's okay. a crucial detail. Since when? Since now, because we're talking now? about it. Are we going to see a lot more of Woody's P? I don't know. I'm not telling you. Woody's family fun palace. And we it's place. It's place. I know, but palace Can sounds better. Can you read? Yes, I made an active decision to say palace. Stop fighting with me. I'm not fighting. I'm just seeing, I'm just showing you what it's like to be an asshole on this show. It doesn't feel good, does it? No, that's my job. Exactly. I make the jokes. You. I'm flipping it on you. I can quit anytime. I'll just keep doing it by myself. I'll that's find someone fine, else. But you're gonna, it's gonna be it's a raw, different show. This you, this show is nothing without I'll me. I'll find another noob. Do it. Fine. Bye. Bye. I'm Are back. you done? Are you satisfied? Yeah. Okay. Well, no. But oh yeah. my god. <laughs> We're at Woody's family fun place and we see Faye with an ice cream sundae and she just looks like she'd rather die than be here. She's not happy, which I'm shocked because she loves sweets. I figured she would just enjoy this place. But she wants some action. Yeah. She wants to kick some butt, butt, butt. Right. But, but, but. So she looks over and she sees this really big guy who looks very threatening with <gasps> on his chest a serpenty looking kind of dragon-esque tattoo which mm -hmm. that's what they were looking for uh, -huh. uh for their target to have a dragon tattoo so she's like oh well, i found my target so she walks on over very seductively we see a good good shot a, a good shot you like that i do i like it a lot <laughs> she goes lower yep uh just a really good shot go. of her butt that's a really good shot. It's really good. <laughs> and this show's got its perks. It's that's all really I'm saying. Good. So she bends down and she talks to this man, this threatening man. She goes, um, hi, babe. Are you looking for some action? And he's like, oh, yeah, with you, babe. Uh, uh, what you had in mind, uh, anything for you. Which, same. If Faye Valentine was talking to me. Uh -huh. Absolutely. And she just puts her fucking Glock to his chin. And she's like, okay, Decker. Yeah, she does call him out and is like, I got you now, Decker. And then we get a quick glance of this straight up Woody Allen looking <laughs> motherfucker. It really is. He is Woody Allen. It's I'm, Woody Allen, absolutely. I'm convinced that in this universe, Woody <laughs> Allen discovered some anti-aging technology and yeah, changed his say, name to Say Decker. like Woody Allen. Some anti-aging technology. I don't know how to do a Woody Allen. It's gonna sound it's gonna sound <laughs> a little like Woody Allen, but you have okay. to actually see it. Woody Allen's a physical character yeah, too. You're right. So and I he think looks he's like good. this motherfucker. He does. He looks exactly like him. Woody Allen with a dragon tattoo. Ooh. Yep. Girl with a dragon tattoo. <laughs> starring, some, starring Woody Allen. Listen, you know, oh, the mul the multiverse theory 
states that if you can imagine an alternate universe, it exists somewhere. And I imagine that there is a universe where every single film ever created is starring Woody Allen. Oh, that's not a universe. God. That's not a universe I want to live in. Oh I want to make God. that painfully clear. That's but a... somewhere in the world, somewhere in the multiverse, Woody Allen with the dragon tattoo exists. Is he playing every role or he's just in every movie? Uh, both. Oh, Bo- God. Both, both universes exist. <laughs> For some reason, my mind just went to him straight in the gold bikini from Star Wars. I don't know why that was the first thought I thought of. Oh, no. That probably exists in our universe because... This sounds about right. Because of Rule 34. I Stop. Mean. No. So, yeah, she's like, put your hands up, Decker, my friend. And then we see yes, Woody Allen. Right. So <laughs> Woody Allen has a strong reaction, which I don't know. I don't know. If- I mean, it's the anime reaction, Chris. <laughs> but he's got a drink, so do it with a drink. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I got in my eye. <laughs> I got beer in my eye. You did it! Thank Yay! you. Uh, so his strong reaction, I don't know, it heavily implied to me at least that mm-hmm. this is our actual guy. This is our, this our is the Decker. Guy. This is our Bordy Allen Decker motherfucker. So I- Anywho, so we discover that, uh-oh, Faye's probably got the wrong guy. And then we cut back to the diner and all of a sudden we hear, don't be so rough. And we look over and we see these three thugs, which- these three banditos. Yes, they are dressed like- Banditos. Banditos. And two banditos. Three. There's three banditos. I know, but two banditos is the song from Pop Star Never Stop Never Stop It. Got you. Well, these are three banditos and they're sexually assaulting this blonde waitress. And she's oh, like, yeah. please don't be so rough. I'm at work. Please leave me alone. And they're like, oh, come here, baby. You know, your standard sexual harassment. Oh, yeah. In it's restaurants. real fucking gross. It's very uncomfortable. And they're like, you know, get the hell over here. It's very disturbing. Yeah, Until all of a like, sudden. We just want to be your friend. Uh, hate it so much. Gross. And all so of a sudden, uh, they get kicked in the face by none other than VT. I love it. I wish I was as tough as VT. That's a goal of mine, to just fucking kick ass and take names. Do it. I'm trying. So she makes a really good comment. And she's like, so chasing after a woman's butt instead of, oh, so this is a bounty hunter's job now, huh? Chasing after a woman's butt instead of chasing after money. And then she just called them out on her shit. She just, you know, doesn't like bounty hunters. She doesn't. They're all scum. And if they're all like this, then yeah, you know. Pretty much. Stupid boys. Cut back to Faye and she's like, oh, come on. Don't make this so hard. Like, come on with me. And then this poor guy is like, what did I do I know. He looks genuinely freaked out and upset. And- you know, as an actual innocent person in this scenario, you would be. This is fucking traumatizing. Absolutely. With just a gun up to your chin. Which, which is upsetting to think about because, like, we love Faye Valentine. So. We do. So it's like she's just making but. a mistake. And she's like, there's no use playing in- innocent. I can see the edge of your dragon tattoo. And that's when our real guy, Deckard, covers his dragon tattoo. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. Confirming what we once suspected. This is our guy. Woody Allen's the guy. He's the guy. The guy. guy. And so he tries to escape. But before that happens, she goes, hey, you with the glasses, meaning the real guy. Hey, you Woody Allen looking Motherfucker. (laughs) Call the police. Tell them I have Deckard, which she just totally gave this guy her whole plan. Uh Uh-huh. And so he's like, yes. He literally. Absolutely. Let me go and do that. And he runs. And as he he runs, we see the dragon tattoo yeah he like trips so his hand falls off his tattoo and Faye catches a glimpse of it and then she realizes i got the wrong guy but then she rips this poor guy's shirt off which don't appreciate that well yeah but she wants to confirm i know it is hey it's assault just to like confirm wait this isn't the guy and it's not because his tattoo is a cute little eel it's a cute little eel (laughs) with a heart on his tail 
And she's like, what the hell is this? And he's all bashful. He's like, I got a thing for eels. And she's like, next time, keep it covered. What but the fuck does that mean? I love this. Like, he likes eels. It's not a fetish thing. But okay. he just, he has a soft spot for eels. Yeah, that's cute. Which is so cute because he's literally this big, threatening, intimidating man. But he's <laughs> such a sweetheart. That's my favorite stereotype ever is like these big scary looking men that are actually so soft yeah teddy bears i love them i love it (laughs) (laughs) they're my favorite people like you know those big scary biker guys that you hear about but they're actually like total sweethearts yeah Uh, so yeah faye runs after the real guy and then back at the diner a brawl begins between the banditos and the heavy metal queen vt all the while our poor hungover spike spiegel is making (laughs) A really disgusting hangover drink. He's cracking an egg and he's swishing it around until, uh-oh. Yeah, because he's separating the, the yolk from the whites because he just needs the yolk. Uh, which apparently that's a thing with yeah. with hangovers. I've heard you, that. You drink eggs or something. Yeah, I just drink a Pedialyte like a normal person. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think they have that in the future. <laughs> As he's, you know, trying to separate the yolk from the whites, he gets bumped by a bandito, which his egg falls onto his lap and he's pissed. Right onto his crotch. And it's so sad. It's like, oh, no. Where the hell have you got that egg from? The bar. You can't just go to a bar and add. This is a bar. There's a bar at the diner. I guess, I guess a lot of, yeah, all right. I mean, because I'm just thinking about their bar at my restaurant. We don't make drinks with like egg whites and stuff. So. There are some but, bars yeah. that do have that. For sure, yeah. Cut back to Faye chasing down Woody Allen. Woody Allen is in the elevator and Faye is chasing him down with her beautiful spacecraft. And she's doing a good job, you know? Yeah. She's really good with what she does. And then it's just literally a back and forth between Faye trying to catch her guy and the fight with VT and the Bantitos, which now it's not only VT, but Spike has decided to join the fight. Yeah. Because he's pissed. He's pissed. They lost his egg. He's like, you spilled my egg. I needed that egg. Because he's hungover as shit. Yeah, he is. And he, he still fights really damn good considering <laughs> he's hungover as shit. And that's literally all it is. Just dodging knives and just looking so bothered. <laughs> he looks so uninterested in all of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I loved this. Uh, the blonde chick that they were harassing got her revenge and smashed <laughs> this guy over the head with a bottle. And the fight's still going. It's really bad. And then we go back to Faye and her ship and she's still going after our guy, Decker. And she's like, there you are. And he's about to go in the elevator until he pulls something out of his utility belt, which is like this really hourglass looking I, I, thing. This is not the first time we've described something as looking like an hourglass. But <laughs> True. I'm sorry. That's what it looks Those like. Those are the shapes. That's an, How would yeah, you describe an, hour, an hourglass? Like an hourglass, but with like the curvier. sand, or like miniature, thinner and curvier. Like um, an hourglass, but make it a pen. Two two legumes glued together with a Lego piece. A mini um, satellite. Fucking Darth Maul's lightsaber in. <laughs> I'm sorry. The Phantom Menace. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what it looks like. (laughs) Boom, we figured it out. An hourglass shape filled with some orange liquid, which we're like, uh uh-oh. It's tiny, though. Like, it's... It's, yeah, it's it's a pen size. Yeah. It fits in his utility belt. Mm-hmm. It's small, but we're like, okay. So we're like, what the hell is if this? If we know Cowboy Bebop, which we do at this point, sure. we can kind of guess what this is. And it, it was a bomb. It's a bomb. What did you did you think it was a bomb when you threw I, it? Yeah, I figured it was gonna do some damage. But. Yeah, and it did. It completely destroyed her ship. Yeah. Big old boom. Cut back to the diner, Spike literally throws these goons out of the diner and does the little <laughs> of his hands, <laughs> dusting off his hands like a mom, and just goes back in unbothered. 
And they're like, oh, we'll make you pay for that. And he just gives them a mean old look and they start running away, which <laughs> again, I wish I had the power to just give a glare and they all just fucking go running. Uh, and then Faye's like, oh, my 12 million all gone with her destroyed ass ship. The hell does this guy do? Do we even know? I don't, I, they don't even say. I, I don't think they we don't know. even say. Well, I think, no, we do. We kind of figure it out. So then we go back inside the diner where we see heavy metal queen VT and she goes, ah, bounty hunters are the worst. They must be the lowest form of life. What scums? Like totally bad mouthing them, which Spike walks in and he's like, oh, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Same <laughs> though. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, and she kind of explains her hate for them. She's like, oh yeah, they're just, human beings are just a price tag to them. And Spike's like, true, but they have to make a living. He, he's like agreeing, but not really disagreeing mm-hmm. with her. Cut back to on the bebop. We see Ayn with some bean sprouts whining <laughs> to Jet. And Jet's such a dad. He's like, don't whine. Bean sprouts are very healthy. They're good for you. Eat them. And Ayn just literally is just staring I at know, him. He's not even making an expression. <laughs> he's not even like mad. He's just like blank. He's just staring at him. And then uh-huh. Jet's just trying to like like listen, but that's all there is. I'm sorry. Give me a break, would you? I mean, bean sprouts are good, but you not, can't are just Are they for dogs you, though? I I don't know. But even for people, like you can't just have a bowl of bean sprouts. That's disgusting. They're a, they're not a meal, they're a garnish. They are a garnish. Uh As so a then garnish. A garnish. So then Jack Jet is interrupted by a phone call from Faye. And he's like, Oh, that was quick. What happened to the bounty? And he's like, What? You let him get away? We we kinda of figured yeah. out what she said is like, Oh, my ship's destroyed. He got away. Uh, cut back to the diner where Spike is making a really disgusting concoction. What I'm guessing is we have hot sauce, mm-hmm. salt, an and egg, an egg, and then gin. Gross. And it's called a prairie oyster, and that's even what he says. doesn't seem that bad. So, yeah, he made a prairie oyster, and he said they're good for hangovers, and he just downs that. He even holds his nose. It's so gross. And VT mm. just kind of comments on it, and she's like, you're the only other person I know who drinks that crap. And he's like, oh, yeah? Well, who was the first? And she goes, my husband. I don't know the science behind hangover cures, but I can't imagine that any of them actually work. I, don't, I wouldn't know. I've never been hungover enough to try them. Because like water and like Pedialyte makes sense because they're rehydrators. Mm-hmm. And like that's what a hangover is, is you're just so fucking dehydrated. Have you ever the alcohol seen, soaked it all up. Have you ever seen the new parent trap with uh, Lindsay Lohan? Yeah, is that considered the new one? It's the modern one. <laughs> I guess, Besides yes. Besides the one with the two I have chicks. not seen the original. Yeah, well, I mean, I say it's the modern one. Yeah, the modern with Lindsay I Lohan. I think you can just say Parent Trap and everyone would think you're talking about that no, one. No, there's still some people who know the blonde one. I, I very much disagree with you there. Never. I've never heard anyone talk about the original. Okay, well, can I get back to my point, please? Yeah. So the one, the Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan, um, there's this scene when they're at the bar at the hotel when... Um, their mother, she's drunk off of like two glasses of champagne because she's a lightweight when they're okay. at the hotel and they're trying to meet up with their dad again. Yeah. It's like later in the yeah. movie. She's at the bar, like totally like Ugh, glued to it when the bartender sets down like a Bloody Mary-esque looking drink. Mm-hmm. He's like, hair, this will help. Just don't ask what's in it. And she takes a sip and she goes, I think I just tasted tar. <laughs> it's kind of like... Okay. Do hangover drinks actually work? If you're an adult and you've ever tried these hangover drinks, please, like, let me know. What I've heard from people is the best hangover cure is more alcohol. No, those are alcoholics. Don't listen to them. Going back to it, she comments on the Prairie Oyster. She goes, oh, you're one of the two people I know who actually drinks those awful things. He's like, oh, yeah, well, who's the first? And she goes, oh, the first was my husband. Aw. Aw. And then uh, as she's looking off 
fondness were interrupted by the three old men. Three old gamblers. The three old gamblers that show up in every other episode. And they're like, VT, VT, we have cash. We're going to get it now. And she's like, all right. And she pulls out her stack like usual. And they pull out their money and they're like, okay, we guess VT, your name is Adrian, right? That's got to be it. And then I... she's like, but Adrian doesn't start with a V. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, and then they're I like, knew oh. it. We should have gone with Letitia. <laughs> but dun dun old kooks. So she takes their money, and Spike is looking over at this transaction. He's like, hey, uh, do I get that little mountain of cash if I guess your name? She's like, yeah, shoot, have at it. So he pulls out some money, and just before he makes a, a guess, he gets a little notification on his beeper, and it's Jet being like, Spike, Faye lost Deckard, but he's somewhere, da, da, da. get your ass back here so we can regroup. And that was all that VT needed to hear to realize that, oh, oh he's a low-life bounty hunter. This motherfucker. This motherfucker lied to me, and she's like, get out of here, and I'm not paying for your drink. But she already offered. She offered, but she took Once it back. Once you offered to buy drinks for... <laughs> Drinks for someone, <laughs> you no longer own that money, okay? So then he's like, fine, and he just puts down the money, and he starts walking out, like, no big deal. And before he walks out, we hear the little blonde waitress go, wait, Spike, hold on! And this is one of my favorite things. You hear <laughs> Spike literally shriek. He goes, ah! <laughs> I think I missed that. He's just like, what happened to my ship? Because we see his ship, this swordfish, and it's all beat up. It looks, like, burnt and Painted and written and profanity. It's all, it's damaged, it's, it's ruined. She's like, oh yeah, sorry Spike, they totally wrecked your ship. I think they're called the Something Brothers. And he's like, Muriel, you watched? Why didn't you tell me this happened? And she goes, oh, I did, just now. And this one woman in particular, bless her heart, she's very dumb. I mean, it was funny, but it, kind it was of, funny. It kind of bugged me a little bit. I know, but she I think like, that was the point. Why are they making her so dumb? I know. But there are some people out there who are just that dumb. And he literally whines. I love it. So VT, back at the diner, she's all pissed because she's like, ah, that little life bounty hunter tricked me. And she turns to Zero, who's just like, meow. Meow. She's like, what do you want? Meow. Meow. And just falls asleep. I love cats. Uh, she heads on out. And the bartender's like, you going home now, V? And she's like, that's right. Zeros, come on. Mm. And as they leave the diner, she notices Spike. Thumbs out. And she's like, what are you still doing here? And he's like, I'm hitchhiking. <laughs> Bless his heart. He's been through a lot today. And he's like, those stooges smashed up my starship. And she's like, you're just a messed up loser, Spike. Fucking rude, VT, but okay. And he's like, oh, and a low life bounty hunter scumbag. Don't forget that bit. Of course. Of course not. And this is so adorable, but Zeros loves Spike and she <laughs> just crawls on top of his head. It's so cute. I she basically it. said, I like him. I know. And he's she's mine. like, he's coming with us. He's coming Let's with go. us. And that's exactly <laughs> what happens. VT gives in. She's like, I'll give you a ride. Come on. And he's like, okay, great. Thanks. But can we pick up my other friend? And we're <laughs> like, oh, okay. Picking up a fair. All right, fine. And then cut two inside her space truck with heavy metal music blaring. Better, I love better, this better, scene. Better, better. Faye is exchanging information with Spike about like this guy. And she's like, how many times do I have to tell you the same thing? And it's one of those classic things of like, he said, she said. They're like <laughs> talking very loudly. Like, huh? What is it? I just said it. Like it's a bunch of, you know. It was big. Apparently. It was pink. An Alaskan bullworm. So she's relaying this information, but she says that he's short, 
bald with glasses and a Sarvati on his spaceship. What does that Sars, mean? Sarsvati. Alexa, me. what's a Sarsvati? She's screaming this info, trying to relay what, because she's seen Deckard now. And she's like, can you please turn that music down? VT's like, absolutely not. This is great. I love it. And it's called heavy metal. It's not trash. So I looked up what Sarasvati means. It's the Hindu goddess of learning, wisdom, music, and aesthetics. She's the goddess of speech. Because what they're talking about is like what's painted on his Yeah, but what's painted on it is a woman with a dragon. Yeah, which could be the Sarasvati could god be. or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I don't, maybe it's that's just the, the, the type of painting that it's It's the called. future. It's the future. So I don't know. So words are meaningless now. No. So back on the Bebop, poor Jet, he sees the two wrecked ships that these two kids brought home. And he's like, I can't believe they both wrecked them on the same day. And who do they expect to fix them? Which, first of all, he's an ex-cop. When did he learn to fix ships? I don't know. Look at him. He looks like he fixes ships. I know. (laughs) Meanwhile, while they're waiting for their ships to get fixed, we see Spike and Faye kind of chilling. Spike's clothes are in the laundry. And this is where we learn that Spike for sure wears shoulder pads. (laughs) Because he's not in his clothes. He's in his undergarments. And he is scrawny as fuck. He's so cute. He's he's a string bean. (laughs) He's scrawny. I love him. So they're just kind of arguing, and she's got a face mask on reading a magazine, which is great. And he's like, how many bald people do you think is in the gal- are in the galaxy, Faye? And she goes, I said bald, short, and with glasses. Which, first of all, I don't understand why they're getting so upset with each other. Because all they went on was that he had a, a dragon yeah, tattoo. Yeah, because they knew that much, and they managed to find him the first time. Right. And, I mean, they had, like, a low location area-ish, but... But now they have, like, oh, there's something painted on his vehicle. Now they have even more information, so... I don't understand. I think, if anything, they're still on square one. They never, like... I don't know. Like, they're they're in the perfectly fine spot. Yeah, they're upset. I think they just like each other, you know? They're flirting. Aggressively flirting. (laughs) Right? Come back to... With the heavy metal queen on her ship. She gets a little... Kind of like a trucker. Yeah, like a... What is it? A CT radio? Yeah. It's like a Something radio like call. That. I think that's what it's called. CB radio. CB, yeah. CB radio. And they're like, VT, is that you? And she's like, yeah. Hey, Otto, what's up? And he's like, I got into a hit and run. A guy cuts in a line at the gate and rams me and jets off. Like, yeah, I got to make him pay for repairs at least. And and she's like, and he's like, tell me if you see that weasel. She's like, okay, well, can you give me some more information to go on so I know what this guy looks like? And he's like, oh, yeah, he's got this giant Asian goddess painted uh-huh. on his ship. The there we Sasvati. go. Sarasvati. That's I what know. I said. And she's like, oh, a Sarasvati, you say? Hmm. hmm. So then she starts to ask for help with the other truckers over the radio. She goes, if you see this guy with this painting on his truck, let me know. Because she knows not only is her friend Otto after him, but Spike and Faye are after uh-huh. Excuse me, but Spike and Faye are after them. Back on the Bebop. Back on the Bebop. Chet's working on the swordfish, which is in pieces now. Well, he's got to take it apart to put it back together. I know. It's crazy. He's like, ah, one more part to be replaced. It's it's wrecked. So then we see our guy. We see Decker uh, enter this really dangerous mining facility. And he's freaking out. He's on the run. And he notices that a truck is falling behind him. And we know that truck because that's VT. Right, yeah. VT found him. She got a message from one of the truckers saying, like, yeah, I've seen that guy. I know where he is. He's by oh, this right. this mining area. So he so she was like, perfect, and found him right away. Boom. So 
Good on you, VT. Good on you, VT. Use those resources. Excellent. So she catches up with him, and they kind of just have like a little race off, I guess. No, that sounds bad. A race off. <laughs> Not a race oh, off. Just, just a race. They have a race. Just a race. <laughs> I'm sorry. So they go inside one of these mining asteroids, which not very smart, but yeah. when you're on the run, I guess you panic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's like, this is VT calling. Let me talk to that low-life bounty hunter scum. And we're like, oh, we know who that is. Cut to Spike. It's Spike. Yeah, and he's like, you're in the landmine? You're in Linus Mines? That's crazy. Stay away. We're coming to get you. And he literally just runs off. So he's like, stay away from Deckard. He's hauling high explosives. Like, get out of there. That's so dangerous. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Faye's overhearing this. And then... Apparently what happened is like their communication kind of got staticky and broke off. So Spike's is that like, it? I thought I thought VT hung up on him. Nope. It got staticky. Oh, so he's like, right. ah, fuck. So he grabs his clothes and he makes a run for it. <laughs> he's nothing but legs. And she just runs on after him. Boobs bouncing galore. Faye and Spike see their ships all repaired, but... Quote unquote repaired. You know, haphazardly because... But the it's best been like that he an possibly hour. could. I know. So they're like, what the hell? Why does it look so bad? And he's like, shut your damn mouth. I did my best. <laughs> he literally just <laughs> like, it's ruined. It's so broken. And he's like, wish your mouth was broken. She's like, I heard that. What a weird line. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's pissed. And yeah. so Spike is like, all right, I'm going after him. And and uh, Jet was like, I haven't even fixed the artillery. You have no weapons. And he's like, I don't have time to worry about that right now. Yeah, so we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. So back with VT, she's still chasing after him until he pulls out one of his handy-dandy Darth Maul hourglass-shaped mm-hmm. explosives and sends it out into space, which, oh, it set off for a reaction. Okay, right, because it is a mine, so, like, there's explosives. Yeah. Explosive shit everywhere. Yeah, and he hits his brakes, Deckard, and there's just a big old explosion. And we see Heavy Metal Queen kind of take the lead on this, which, mm-hmm. okay, trying to beat the explosion, I guess, or the wreckage that's happening. And then we see Faye and Spike kind of catch up. Yeah, they made it inside as well. And they're just like, watch your back, keep your six, follow my lead or whatever. And so they finally make make it up to Deckard's truck and he's dead. <laughs> as abruptly as you just said it is as abruptly as <laughs> it is in the show. It's like, it's like, oh, yeah, Faye he takes died. a look down and is like, oh yeah, he's fucking dead. Eyeballs popped out of skull, everything. This Woody Allen motherfucker. Even looks and more Woody Allen. Again, she's like, damn it. Again, 12 million gone. <laughs> but Sad. VT's all right. I guess <laughs> going ahead of the explosion, you know, she she made it okay. And Zeros is like licking her awake, which is adorable. And then we see Spike is like, VT, are you there? If you're alive, say something. And she's like, that's okay. It takes a lot more of that to get rid of me. What a badass. <laughs> He's like, well, we got to get out of here. Finally realize why they were after Decker. Apparently he was transferring some explosive nitro. In his truck. Yes. It's all destabilized now. Right, because they, they crashed. So, yes. like, now, like, there's no telling what's going to happen if they, yep. like, do anything to the ship. It could all explode any second, pretty much. Pretty much. And he's like, yeah, the ship's packed with it. We got to figure this out. Yeah, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. Wesley shoots Who did it? So all over the mines, there's like little mini explosions happening and it's all not good. So VT attaches her truck to the nitro truck. Um, Does she? Is that what happened? I think. Oh, yes. Yes, she does. Because that's because Faye grabs it. So they have to move it out of the wreckage. Uh, They have to move it out of the wreckage. And so they see a light, which in space, I, okay. In space, no one can eat ice cream. 
Uh, so Spike's like, there it is, up ahead. What? And all of a sudden, there's like re- rubble that lands in the way, and it's blocking the en- exit. And so we're like, ah, no! shit. And he's like, how about behind you, Faye? Is there a way out? And she goes, oh, no, we got to keep moving. We got to keep no. going. So they're uh, trapped. There's nowhere to go. Nowhere yeah, to go. They're just stuck. And he's got little lasers, and he tries to shoot down yeah, the... Yeah, she calls it a pop gun, because it's like, I don't know, I, I feel like it's the equivalent of like a, like a BB gun. Yeah. And she's like, <laughs> that didn't do anything. Like, what the hell are you thinking? He's like, oh, yeah, well, what do you have? She goes, well, all I have are these pinchers. So they're they're arguing, flirting again. I guess, because it's like, we're both useless. Pretty much. Why are you so useless? <laughs> And, sh- and so they're like, there's got to be another way out of here. And BT's like, there is. And it's packed inside this freighter. It's explosives. Explosives. So what happens is Faye is trying to open up this little hanger that has all these explosives with her pinchers. And she's like, I don't like this. It's a delicate operation and I'm not the delicate type. And VT, her line, she's like, then don't be delicate. Just go for it. And she blasts the heavy metal music. <laughs> Which startles Faye. And she's like, she crashes into it and just fries the door open and she's like oh great she's like, Oof, all right well it worked and, she, and he's like easy Faye. no not so not so harsh and she goes easy to say for you mr perfect which oh, right you agree? right okay. he is mr perfect so she starts to grab one of the explosions which all of a sudden she hits it and gas starts coming out and she's like uh okay she's gas like, is uh, coming I out i think i just killed us I'm sorry <laughs> pretty much and they're like oh that's stabilizer she goes which means it's touch, it's touch sensitive, apparently. I, d- I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. But Damn it. It's, it's bad. It's all bad. So, so they got to get rid of that thing. They do. She and manages then to grab it. as she grabs it, Spike's like, okay, here's my pod of my ship. I'm going to... I'm going to release that pod. It's like an escape pod. And mm-hmm. he's like, and then I'm going to do my little floating act. Uh-huh. And he's like, well, I'm doing my floating act. You put the little explosive in the pod, and I'm going to set it to launch to blast us out of here. And we're like, okay, what's his floating act? This... Bitch puts in some earplugs, takes a deep breath, opens the hatch, and flies in space. <laughs> in through space. He's dead. <laughs> Which. But this is the future. It's the future. And we don't even know. Remember, we had a theory that he might be an android? That's true. But something like that. I don't know. That, that's something. a theory. He's something. He He's not of this world, apparently. Uh, Maybe. We don't uh, know. We don't know. So then VT sees him floating and she's like, Zeros, move out of the way. We got to let him in. So she opens her emergency door, which now she's dead. Uh-huh. They're in space. But she here's didn't what take I, a breath. Where I, are her earplugs? I think it's because they're in the mines. Yeah. That they're okay? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. They didn't explain it away at all. No, they didn't. As they're reaching for each other, they miss. And Spike starts floating away. And we're like, oh, shit. Oh, no. Our hero is dead. Like, officially. But then he pulls a Wally and grabs his gun and uses it as like <laughs> yeah, uses like the the power from the gun to float him in the right direction. Yep, he does pull a Wally. Oh my god, uh-huh. <laughs> I love that movie so much. So he sends himself back. He bounces off yeah, face ship. Yeah, off face ship and and as that happens, she drops the freaking bomb inside of the the pod, and mm-hmm. he grabs on to VT, and then the pod blasts off and breaks an explosion that. Makes them have an entrance to escape. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing it didn't collapse the whole cave further. <laughs> honestly, like, that was risky. Uh-huh. High so risk, then, high reward. So then they see that, oh, they have a way out. And then they escape. Yay! Our heroes Yay! escaped! And then everything explodes. Everything else the explodes. Whole the whole mine just collapses. And so they're back on uh, How did truck. they get... We see uh, Spike's ship back there. How did they get it out? I think they grabbed it. 
I think okay. Faye might have grabbed it. Okay. Because inside the ship was the pod. Yeah. So the pod's not there anymore. Yeah. But they... So how'd they get the ship? She probably grabbed it. Because huh? we've seen, like, the two ships were on the back of VT's truck at one point. Yeah. So there's got to be a way to haul them out of there. All right. So back on VT's space truck, uh, Spike's, like, trying to catch Ooh. his breath. And he notices a watch floating his way. Mm-hmm. Like, with, a, like a little locket. Yeah, like a little locket. Watch. And then we see Zero's kind of giving him some love. Adorable. <laughs> love it. And he's like, thanks for the help, Victoria Talipskere. Wait. I just put that together now. I knew you were going to. I was like. <laughs> it's a good thing we talked about it extensively. Because right? I, I, I didn't notice it before. Mm-hmm. That's well, the what did you notice, name. Chris? That that's uh, Well, that's the guy that they were talking about, like the uh, urban the legend. The infamous bounty hunter. Yeah, from before. Yeah. So then we realize that it's Talipskere. That's what it is. Oh, okay. And he's like, and give your husband my thanks, too. I figured out who you were because of this. And he hands her her little locket watch. And, of course, everyone's heard about him. He's a legend. He's a legendary bounty hunter, Talepskede, and his wife. And it shows a cute picture of her with her husband and Zeros in the background. Zeros. So cute. As a little kitten. Right? Love it. So they're legends. And she goes, huh, I won't be able to give him your thanks for a while because he's hunting bounties in heaven, which is so cute. Mm-hmm. And so she hands him the wad of cash and he only takes like a buck or two. And then he's like, the rest is for him when you see him and give him a prairie oyster on me. He's got, he must have quite the hangover up there. It's so cute. So cute. And then that's the end of the show. That's see you, Space Cowboy. That's the end of the episode. Cute. What'd you think of that one? That was cute. Right? I did like that one. And I like the heavy metal aspects. I, I was excited for you to see this one because it had a tough ass woman and had a cat in heavy metal. I was like, ooh, I these are all, all the ingredients. And it had an ass shot for you too. An for ass Bay. shot. It's so good. This episode was made for you. It's a good episode. <laughs> Love it. So we're going to take a little break here, folks, and then we're going to talk about episode eight. So get a snack, go to the bathroom, and we'll Stick see you later. Around. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome That's back from our fair, response. Because I'm cutting all of that out, so now they're not going to understand why we're so angry. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome. Wasn't that a wonderful sponsor? Can you see through the facade? We're not angry. We're not. No, we're fine. Yeah, no. Hi. Welcome back, guys. Hi. Wasn't that sponsor amazing? Yes. Well, continuing on with Cowboy Bebop. Welcome back. We're going to be talking about episode eight. The Waltz for Venus, or just Waltz for Venus. Waltz There's no the. for Venus. Leave out the the. It's cleaner that way. The the Venus the. <laughs> Would you say leave out the the or add more the? I thes? said leave out the the. It's the, cleaner the. that way. I was making a social so network. So no the the, just the. I was making the. a social network reference. I know. Applaud me. I know. Applaud me. Okay. Thank you. I understood the reference. That's I was just, all I wanted. I was just trying to. Make nonsense, I guess. I don't know where I was going. We make nonsense. Ah! Ah! All right, moving on. We open up with a green planet. It's probably Venus. Venus. I Maybe, I don't know. And some Stargates. Stargates. And it's like the same old spiel that we get of like, attention, we will be arriving to Venus soon. It's like a nice little, um, like a flight Yeah. through space. And they got a knockoff Tom and Jerry playing on the interior of the ship. It we is see exactly a baby. That. It's literally like an airplane, but in baby. space. So we see these group of inconspicuous people 
checking their watches at the exact same time with the timer going off, so obviously they're waiting for something. One of these guys unzips their bag and there's like, oh, a nice shirt. A Glock! He's got a Glock! A few Glocks. He's got a few Glocks. He's got a mach uh, machine gun. And that's what happened. He, a like, machine Glock. <laughs> An automatic Glock. Uh, and he shoots up the the interior of the plane, but like it hits the screen of Tom and Jerry playing, which gets the people's attention. So Excuse me, screaming. it's uh, Tim and Jerome. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's a knockoff. Tim and Jerome. <laughs> and this guy's like, quiet, everybody down. So this is this was in 1998. Okay. This was before 9-11. Yes. Yeah, so this was before 9-11. So if, it definitely would not have been on air if yeah. this was post 9-11. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, they are. They're hijacking a plane, and With it's guns. not pretty. No, it's not good. Yeah, uh, but this one guy, Do this Donald Trump motherfucker, he goes, "Stop! <laughs> okay. I'll give you money." He's like, "Do whatever you want to the others, but leave me out of this." Fuck you, dude. Eat the rich. Eat them. Eat the rich. Barbecue sauce. And oh, pff, this woman, the woman that's part of like these uh, terrorists, I'm gonna just call them what they are, terrorists, literally knocks out this this rich guy and his toupee goes a flying. So he's literally just scum. And she's like, shut up or you'll get the same. And so they all put their hands above their heads at the, as they were instructed by that one guy. Mm -hmm. And we see this guy just kind of ducking down, doesn't want to be here. We're like, oh, okay. He's not really following the directions. Yeah, I was like, come on, guy. Don't be a hero right now. Yeah, please. No, we're like, okay, we don't know who this is, but he's hiding something and his hands aren't above mm -hmm. his head. So what's happening? And he's like, damn it. Why did it have to be today? And we're like, what? What today? And Who's then all guy? of a sudden we hear you over there. And we're like, ah, oh, fuck. We're like, caught. oh no, whoever this guy is. He's about to get. He's fucked. He's about to become Swiss cheese. Uh, yeah. He's going to have so many holes in him that when he walks by the air, it'll just whistle. You have one more? <laughs> when he gets married, he will be getting married in holy matrimony. <laughs> it's okay. I'm done. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, good job. I'm done. Proud of you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, editing Chris. I'm so sorry. I tried my best to back up from the mic oh, and I just no, ruined you your ears. I'm sorry. Okay. So anyway, it's revealed that in Who front of this guy is none other than our hero, Spike Spiegel, who is asleep on the plane <laughs> with this ridiculous looking he's eye mask. He's wearing a face, a face mask, <laughs> an eye mask with eyes on it. So he looks like a fucking shocked raccoon. <laughs> he does. <laughs> so good. And this guy is like, you, are you listening to me? Get up. And he's like, he's moving his mask. He's like, get up, get up. And Spike wakes up. He's like, huh? It's hilarious. He's just like, what's happening? And then he's like, and he goes back to sleep. The guy's yelling at him. He's like, put your hands behind your head. All this while Spike is just drifting back to sleep. He's like, he's hey, like, look at me. He's like, ah, shut up. Whatever. Don't, he's like, don't fall back asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He's like, you little, and then he starts swinging. Spike literally just starts yawning and he hits him across the face, <laughs> like nonchalant fighting. Sleep fighting. And this terrorist is like, you're dead. And he goes after him and Spike ducks and then rams his head, breaking his teeth. So, like, he's just sleep fighting and it's incredible. That's <laughs> great. So, at first we're like, okay, just Spike is on this flight. But no, we get a glimpse of some flight attendants hiding in fear as Faye Valentine comes in to rescue the pretty ladies. This other guy who's part of the terrorist group goes after Spike and Spike grabs his arm and just kind of, kind of, flings him over Flee! until he's on his ass. And then he's like, oh, sorry about that. Like a cool duty is. And Faye sprays one of the other terrorists. And she goes, ooh, well, we got our bounty. And yeah. <laughs> and then we see the bebop kind of flying in shot, which is pretty cool. And then that's when we get our title card. Waltz for Venus. Waltz for Venus. Waltz for Venus. Venus schnitzel. 
All you want is a sphincter. All, All you want is a swing. Something to which you can tinkle, play with, or, or simply, simply let's hang. It's not just Freud. It's Freud. So then they land the plane, and the police are there to get the criminals. And they actually, believe it or not, oh wait, I'm, I'm going, getting ahead of myself. Getting ahead of yourself. I don't blame you. I'm fucking excited too. Right? <laughs> so we get to this in- interior of the airport, I guess is what it is. And this guy is like, don't be ridiculous. That's 5,000 wulongs. And this is the guy on the plane who, who was, was behind like, Spike. oh no, not today. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. So basically he's got a package and he's trying to send it to a special location. But this guy is like, oh no, sir, there's a fee. And he's like, well, you didn't tell me that. Change it. He's getting all hostile. And the, the poor, the poor like guy is like, yeah, he, he's acting like a Karen. He grabs the um, ticket kioskers. I don't know. Sure. They're like, he just kind of grabs him by the shirt collar. He's like, well, you better make it better. And it's like, dude, he's got mm-hmm. no control. He just works here. So then while he's pulling a Karen, like we mentioned, we look over and we see, what's this? The what's Bebop this? gang getting paid. There's color everywhere. Yeah, they're cashing in their bounty. They get money. They and got money. And they're getting paid. And I love this. The thugs' names are Huey, Dewey, and Louie. It is, yep. That is a Disney reference. Is it, I think this is legitimately the first time we see them get paid in this whole show. Right? I think it is. It has to be. It is, Absolutely. <laughs> So then he pulls out his card. He's like, aha, thanks for the payoff. And Faye's like right behind him. I think him. it was like- um, 50,000? No. No, it was like a hundred, it was like a million, one and a half million Wulongs. Oh my God, that took you a while. It took me a while. <laughs> Are you drunk? I might be. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so he's like, I got payment. And he turns around and Faye's literally just right behind him, hands on hips. And she's like, give me my money. Mm-hmm. And he's like, right here, right now. And she goes, yes, I want it and I want it now. And they literally do this- Venmo-esque transaction where they get both their cards in this little, like, book wallet thing. Yeah, it looks like a a server checkbook. Yeah, and he scans her card and, like, transfers the money over to her, which is kind of cool. I guess that was the first idea for for Venmo right there. Yeah, good shit. Good shit, good shit. So then, of course, this guy who was on the plane behind Spike kind of witnesses all this. And he's like, oh, that's the cool guy. And as Spike is handing back Faye's card, he's like, you know, that's all you're going to get, like, don't blow it all in one place. She's like, don't sweat it. And he's like, are you going to go to the casino? And she's just so badass. She's like, oh, it's way more fun than going to the bank. Totally. That's I'd, my girl. I've never been to a casino before, but hell yeah. Hell yeah, gambling. And he's just like, aha, girl never gives up. He he likes her. And you cannot <laughs> tell me that he doesn't. Sure. And all of a sudden we get a knife shot. Someone charging at him with the knife and Spike trips him and we see who it is. It's the guy that was behind him. It's our, it's, a, it's, it's the our, dude. It's the dude. It's, it's the, the guy. The dude, dude. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Bad uh-huh. guy. He's got a bag. Yeah, the bad guy. The bad guy. Not to be confused with the bad guy. The bag guy. The fuck is happening? So Spike's just like, I really hate dealing with pickpockets like the badass he is. And this guy, the bad guy, he's just laughing. He's like, incredible. It's more like, like a giddy little school so he's like, you're really amazing. You're the guy, the guy, the guy, the guy, the guy that totally like beat these other guys' asses on the plane. And you were so cool. You got smooth moves, my friend. Can you please teach me? He's like, I want to know how to make cool moves like judo and kung fu. And he's just making all these weird noises, being very, <laughs> a little bit racist. A little. A little bit racist. He was but like is falling he, into a dialect. Is he Japanese though? 
I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you, I just assume if they speak Japanese, they're Japanese unless right. unless stated. Sure. Because like Victor and Yuri and I, so it was stated that he's Russian. Like all the other yeah, characters yeah, yeah. are stated that they're something else other than Japanese. But he he did like fall into a pretty stereotypical accent as he was doing this. Yes. So and I'm gonna poses. go ahead and say it's a little racist. racist. Yeah, a little racist. Yeah. Uh, and so Spike's just kind of like, what? <laughs> I I don't want to teach this little racist fucker. Um, so he just walks away. <laughs> yeah. He's, he even calls him out. He's like, you're being really annoying. What part of no don't you understand? Because this guy's just literally pestering him. Like, teach me, master. Teach me. Teach me, master. Teach me, senpai. Senpai, wait. He does not call him senpai. But he might as well. <laughs> he may as well have. Might as well. Um, and so Spike's at the elevator and he's like, uh, I don't really want to teach you. And he starts like bowing and he leaves. And he's like, wait, mm-hmm. no, don't go. And as Spike's in the elevator, we see that he's going down quite a few flights. And he's like, hmm, wonder what that guy's story is. And he's such a rebel. Because in this shot, it says that it has a no smoking sign. <laughs> and he's that. smoking. <laughs> what a cool kid. I like him bad. God, cigarettes make you look so dope. I like him bad. Uh, just kidding. Don't smoke. Don't it's smoke. bad Please for you. Don't. And it's You'll get really a hole in your lungs. Fucking gross. It is. And this, ga- this guy literally runs down. I'm assuming stairs because he's sweating buckets and meets up Spike at where he leaves off. Yeah, how did he know what floor he was on? How did he know what floor he was getting off on? Psychic or a stalker? A stalker. Yeah, that sounds about right. For sure. Uh, So Spike's just kind of like, uh, and he's still persisting. He's like, a few moves. Please, help me. Show me a little mercy and compassion. And Spike just out of the gate, he's like, I'm afraid I'm fresh out of that stuff. But the thing is, he's not though. He says he is, but he's just a, a grump. He's just a grump. Yeah. And he's like, it's not going to cost you anything. And Spike turns around and he has a squeaky voice. Give it up already! Give it up already! And we're like, what? It's like, did my speakers it just d- blow? Dust what my ears to see me. On? Hark. Is that a squeaky voice <laughs> I hear? <laughs> Hark, pray tell. Straight up, I think Hark Are you needs- cold? Always. I think Hark needs a comeback, to be honest. I, can we make it a comeback? Yeah, I think... Just, Hark! It does needs, my guest deceive me? It needs to be just in everyday language. Please. Like, why the hell not? It's like, Hark. Do you hear that? Hark. Like, imagine you're just walking, you're walking through, like, California or wherever you live, and you mm-hmm. hear something with your friend, you just go, you stop them in their tracks, you go, Hark! Dost thou hear what I hear? <laughs> it's hilarious! I'm not even saying you need to take it that far. I just, would. Just say, Hark. What is that? What if what if you're ordering from a restaurant and they're like, oh, we have the special of the day. You go, hark, what is that? <laughs> or, and they're like, you know, um, <laughs> if you don't hear someone, instead of going, pardon, you just go, uh, hark. hark. <laughs> and then, I love that. And then they're going to be confused in response and they're going to be like, pardon? And you'll be like, no, hark. 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 No. And they'll be like, hark? Hark. And then you'll just say hark back and forth and... Maybe, Maybe Hark, Hark shouldn't should. make comeback because we're just gonna. We're gonna go back. We're gonna go back. We're gonna do the time warp again. Yeah. Oh god. Oh god. All right. Well, moving on. So Spike's just shocked because he's like, "Fuck! My, I lost my beautiful, sultry, like, deep voice." My voice, but soft. My voice is that my voice? What light through yonder vocal cords? And so this guy, so smug, bad guy, is like, oh, well, the air in Venus is so thin that your voice changes, but it can he, he be fixed it. with these popper pills. He said that it, there was a lot of helium in the air. Oh, yes, that's what it was. Yeah. There was a lot of helium in the Venus air. And he's like, here, with this pill, it'll help. And he hands him a pill, and Spike is, like, reluctant, but he takes it. It's probably really hard to breathe then. 
Probably, yeah. Because, I don't know. Your head. I remember being a kid sucking so much it's helium. It's not good to suck helium. I remember sucking so much helium that I fucking fell on the floor. <laughs> I didn't. How old were you? I don't I was probably like 12. <laughs> I didn't like pass out, just but like, I was just like sucking helium and I was like, yeah, I'm going down. <laughs> and I just fucking fell down. over. I'm yelling timber. Because I was sucking so much helium and not enough oxygen. Um, but they have these pills apparently and that'll, that'll stabilize help. you. Yeah, so he takes this pill and he just grumbles off. And this guy's like, oh, hey, come on, that's not fair. I did you a favor, now you do me a favor. And we think that Spike is cured, but... He goes, you brought it on yourself. But instead of his normal voice, it's a squeaky voice. It's still a squeaky voice. So, you brought it on yourself. Hawk, jump on the squeaky Hawk. voice. And so Spike's like, wait a minute, that didn't work. And he turns around to this guy laughing at him. And he's like, those were just regular throat drops. Silly, I didn't give you the real things because I'm an asshole. Honestly, what an asshole. Right? And then Spike's like getting angry and he's like, you're really pushing it. And this guy's like, oh yeah, hands-on training. He's like, yeah, what? fight me, let's fight. Yeah, what a, like what a piece of shit. Honestly, this guy finally has the nerve to introduce himself. He's like, "My name is Rocco Bonardo." Bonanaro. Rocco Bonanaro. Rocco Bama. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> no. His name is uh Rocco Bonanaro. Bonanaro. It's like it's and then he says it's an honor, master. Oh, yeah, cut back to the bebop and we see Jet with Ayn again. I love these scenes when it's just Jet and Ayn because he's the only person that takes care of him. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he takes care of everyone on this goddamn ship and he gets no credit for it. True. And so he's giving him some pets and he's like, now that we have some food, we haven't gotten paid in a long time. Preach. We can get you some tasty food. Oh. So sweet. And then he's like planning the next target of yeah, who's next for the Yeah, He's like, all right, check those out, guys, off the list. Who's and next? As he's scrolling, who hark? <laughs> hark, but uh, the the sight equivalent <laughs> yes. of hark. The sight equivalent of hark. Don't listen, but look. But look, we see our next targets. But soft. <laughs> and they look. Like, total badasses. That looks like Spike's father. That does. I didn't notice that Right? Before. I didn't notice that either. Mm. And then we got mullet and lamb chops, o- uh-huh. mutton chops over here. It looks here. like, um, uh, Leave Schreiber. Oh, he totally does. He looks like Leave Schreiber. He does. And then we got and Albert he, Einstein with a scar he, over here. He looks like, uh, uh, Grandpa Joe from the original Willy Wonka. Oh, gee. <laughs> I'm good at this game. Let's keep going. Jesus. All right. Moving on. Okay. So they just kind of pushed someone out of the way as they made their way out of the elevator. Meanwhile, outside of the airport, we see Spike teaching Rocco some moves. Which, why? He's, he did not make himself worthy of that at all. He didn't, but he did was Spike, be an asshole. Spike's guess, being a good guy. Probably just get him like, off his back, too. Pretty much. He's clearly not going to leave him alone. You. So then he's telling him like his very his moves. He's like, it's all about strength, not power. Be fluid, yeah, like it's, water. Well, it's not about strength. It's not about being tense. It's no. about yeah, being able to like move fluid. quickly and move fluid. Which Water. explains a lot because Spike is a scrawny ass mofo. Yeah, he is. But I love that about him. I mean, he's toned. Like in the first yeah. in the first episode when he's doing his tai chi, he's mm-hmm. skinny but he's toned. Yeah. But he's not very muscular, which I can appreciate that he still manages to kick mm-hmm. ass. Yeah. Because he's sure. fluid. 
Uh, and then, of course, we get the comedic of like, do you see what I mean by that? And Rock was like, not even a little bit. Not at all. And then Spike's like, all right, that's what I thought. Well, let me give you a demonstration. Charge at me with the knife. And then this guy has the nerve to go, okay, but you're going to get hurt. And it's like, <laughs> bro, are you serious? First of all, you saw him on the plane. Then you <laughs> charged at him with the knife. Again, I think he can handle it. Why are you even saying this? And like that was what I was frustrating to me. Like when he first attacked him with the knife, and then he was like, "Wow, you're amazing." It's like because he can defeat you. Like you know nothing. Yeah, you're you're puny. Of you course, small he's man. amazing to you because you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. You're so not a threat. Huh? Why is he so cocky to think like, all right, like you remember you asked for this. I'm gonna fucking kill he's, you he's now. He's a dork. He's not a threatening looking man. What a loser. I didn't say that. I just said he was oh. a dork. Well, I'd said that. Maybe I shouldn't have. I already know, know what, what it's, it's like, like to be, be the loser. loser. Well then this guy pulls out his knife and he's like, Alright, here I come, and he starts charging after him, and Spike grabs his arm and throws him on his back like he did with the last guy, which is mm-hmm. very cool. And he's laying on the on his back and looking up at the sky, and he's like, How did you do that? Water. And he's like, You're <laughs> tense. I'm calm. You apply ex- excessive force, and I control that for- force through fluid motion. Water. That means relaxing the whole body so it can react instantly without resistance. Water. I need it! (laughs) So he finally gets it. And then Spike even elaborates even more. He's like, water can take on any form. It drifts with or without, with, it drifts without effort one moment and then pounds down in a torrent the very next. Then this guy, Rocco, he's like, okay, I think I get it. But maybe I don't. And it's like, you, you're an idiot. Jeez, guy. Stupid just... man. <sighs> he's even called. Oh, and then all of a sudden we hear, you young fool. You should have a little more respect for your elders. Which cracked me man. the fuck up. What happened here? Like, Apparently they, they pushed they knocked him. knocked him down. Yeah. yeah, the bad guys, the trio that we saw earlier pushed him down. And his wife's just standing there like, oh, dear, get up. And he's on the ground like, have respect for your elders. And that caught the attention of Rocco. And he's like, oh, shit. And he. He gasped <laughs> and he grabs his bag, shielding it. And then he's like, oh, hey, dude. And he turns to Spike. He's like, hang on to this. Meet me tonight. No, I'm sorry. Tomorrow night. Meet me tomorrow <laughs> night at this place and uh, drop it off. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. It's like, dude, you just met him. I know. Like... And you're trusting him with what we find out later. It's kind of like, really? No, I get I it. Spike's a very trusting looking man. Well, I'm but, not even mad about him trusting Spike because he knows that Spike can kick ass. So if anybody tries to mess with Spike. Oh, okay. See, like he's I'm gonna Stranger Danger. It. I didn't sure. think about the protection. I just thought of Stranger Danger. What bothers me is that this guy expects Spike to meet him later. True. Because he had to like. It's like Spike didn't have plans. Or he anything. had to harass Spike for like an hour before he was like, fine, I'll show you some moves. And then he showed him some moves, hopefully to get this guy off yeah. his back, but no. And now he's like, okay, great. We're meet best friends now, so here's this. Hey, you're my best friend. Everyone's gonna try and kill you for it, but meet me tomorrow night. At a cathedral on the edge of town is where he's meeting him. And he runs off. And Spike's just like, wait, hey! And then as he's running away, the three guys kind of chase after him. And then Spike's just left with this ominous bag. Mm-hmm. What's in the bag? What's in the bag? And meanwhile, back on the bebop. It's a head. It's just the men. It's Ayn, Jet, and Spike. The boys are back. And they're like, oh, where's Faye? She at the casinos again? And Spike's like, eh, it doesn't matter. It's her money. And they're like, oh, well, well, do you want some side money while we're waiting for her? And he pulls up this uh, picture of their next targets, which is the three goons, the head leader of the goons. And we see on the next slide, Rocco. Rocco. 
there's a bounty out on the three guys that we saw at the airport and also Rocco. Yeah. And then the leader's name is Picaro. So they're after Picaro and the gang, basically. Mm-hmm. He even mentioned like, oh, yes, they're all priced separately, a very hefty sum. But if we bring them separately, I mean, if, uh, if we bring them together, they'll double the money if we bring in the whole crew. And nice. Spike notices, uh-oh, Rocco Bernardo is on the list. This fucking guy. Jet kind of talks about why they're the bad guys. He's like, oh, you know, they stole these plants that were very valuable and are used to make medicine that cures Venus sickness. And they're very hard to grow. There were tens of millions each. And as he says this, Spike opens the bag and we see a terranium. What? One of the fucking plants. One of the fucking plants in a glass terranium. Is that what it's called? Sure. Like I don't know. A little glass. Like the like the glass that the rose was in in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Like one of those things. Yeah, you know. You got the visual. Get the visual. And Jet literally is like. <laughs> He's like. Oh, you have uh, one. Huh? How do you have one? Cut back to Rocco running in the streets of Venus. He's literally just trying to avoid these, uh, the three guys, the three thugs that are part of Picaro. And they're like, oh, the kid can run. Where'd he go? And we see that he's in the sinkhole. And then a cute little kitty comes up and he's like, shh, don't tell anyone I'm here. <laughs> and I think that's all that happens here. Yeah, pretty much. He just, he, he runs away. Meanwhile, back on the Bebop, we see that Faye is back. And she's like, I say we keep the plan because it's worth a lot more money than all those goons, which that's a pretty good idea. I mean, it's true. I mean, Jet said... Tens of millions of oolongs. And then... So, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, but the boys were kind of silent about it until Jet was like, no, 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 we're not going to do that. And she goes, oh, but you thought about it, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, I mean, you would have to think about that. It's not a bad idea. So Jet had to be like, you know, he's the moral... The moral high, backbone. He's the moral backbone of the group. Like, so. those two are fire firecrackers. Like, mm-hmm. they, they do whatever they want while Jet's kind of like... Listen, I admire your chutzpah, but you need to kind of have a, a, a backbone on this. And he's definitely the backbone of this whole For crew. Sure. Uh, and he's like, it's too dangerous to have on to have a hold on this because it's hot. Everyone wants one. And it's like, it's very valuable. So I don't want to have this on my hands. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, all right, well, Faye, you get Picaro the leader and I'll go get Rocco. And she goes, well, wait a minute. You're going to meet up with him anyway. Why don't you wait and meet up with him instead of chasing after him? Yeah. And then Spike's just like, oh, you know what they say? Lady Bounty is very fickle. And he got the freaking phrase wrong. It's Lady Luck. And <laughs> Lady Luck. Faye kind of calls him out on idiot. him. What a dumbass. Well, she's like, it's Lady Luck, by the way. So then he flies over to, I suppose, where Rocco was hidden. Yeah. Or lived. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. I even know how he got this information, honestly. Yeah, they kind of glossed over that. They did. Meet me tonight. Trust your gut. Yeah, and it's a godforsaken desert, as they mentioned. So he's flying over it. Eventually, he lands, and he goes into, like, this little uh, the house or, like, a shop. I don't even know. Like, an abandoned an abandoned building, if you will. An abandoned space tree Yeah, it house. looks like a fucking crashed ship. It's very Star Wars-y, if <laughs> yeah, you Yeah, very much so. So then he walks in and just kind of perusing, and then we see someone peruse. is actually inside. Ooh. On, on a rocking chair and knitting. Oh. And we see them get up and he's walking around until we see that same person holding a gun and hiding. And we're like, oh God. Oh no. He's going to get shot. And then we see him enter the room and he's by that rocking chair. And we're like, oh, oh. oh. And all of a sudden we hear, hold it right hold there. Hold it right there. Hark. Because <laughs> she can't see. <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible. What? It's true. We don't even know that yet. <laughs> You're so bad. So okay. she, she's, we see it's a woman in a cloak and she's like, hold it right there. And she's pointing a gun towards him. And he holds up his hands. He's like, I'm not a criminal. Wait, 
That makes me sound more like a criminal, doesn't it? <laughs> Such a I goober. I guess so. It's so It's so cute. And she's like, who are you? What are you doing here? And we notice that she's kind of looking down. She's not really looking mm -hmm. at him. So we're like, all right, she's shy. Uh, but he definitely notices. He does his little, yeah. uh, huh? Like anime noises. And then she's like, spit it out. Ah! And then she trips and he catches her. Very romantic. And then she's like, I'm okay, let go. <laughs> she's like, I'm giving up on this whole I'm going to yeah, kill she, you thing she pretty quick. The gun and she's like, I think you're good now. You're yeah. fine. He's like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to disturb you. I just came here to see Rocco. And she goes, oh, are you a friend of Rocco? And he's like, oh, well, I'm not. And she interrupts him. She's like, I'm glad. Automatic guilt right so there. He's like, now he's a friend of Rocco's, I guess. I guess so. Meanwhile, speak of the devil, Rocco is now in the toilets. Good for him. Good for him. And he's like doing his thing. Taking a piss. Taking a piss. And he looks over and he sees, oh, it's his Boss, Picaro. See, now, nothing of good. all the bathrooms. Nothing good ever comes from standing at a urinal and looking over. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Fellas, well, I don't need to tell you. You know. Don't they, don't some some of them have dividers? Some of them have dividers, yeah. Isn't it a them. rule of, like, you touch it once, it's fine. You touch it twice, it's okay. But touch it more than twice, you're playing with yourself? Yeah, well, it's shake it. Shake it once, shake it twice, shake it three times, and you're playing with yourself. Is that really a rule? An unwritten no. rule? I mean, no. No one cares. <laughs> what if someone just goes <laughs> what? really fast? Like, what sure. if someone, like, because guys do this. Yeah. But what if they're. It's a saying. It's not a rule. Like, what are they actually? Listen, none of none again, because you're not looking over at the urinal. You're not making sure no one's shaking it more than three times. I would. I'd be like. Absolutely not. But the, the real unspoken rule. I'm nosy. Is. You never go to the urinal directly next to somebody, and yeah, that's that's actually the rule that Rocco just broke because there's did. tons He's of open right urinals, next to each other. and he goes right next to this guy who happens to be his boss who wants to fucking kill him. So just, don't so just look over and respect. The he brought this upon himself in every possible way. Yep, Rocco, you done fucked up. Yep, he's he's dumb. So then we see all the other guys kind of come back into, like, all the thugs that works for for Picaro. They walk in. They're like, oh, boss, we can't find him anywhere. And he's there. And they're like, Found oh, him. Well, well, there shit. she is. And then, of course, Rocco's like, hi. Like, does that little, like, oh, whoops. <laughs> Boiled again. Cut back to Rocco's home, where the woman sure. is. She's talking oh, about the- a spike. Yeah. She's with Spike, and she's talking about the floating plants, and she goes, oh, sometimes these these uh, floating plants that are only found in Venus, they send down spores, and it looks like fallen snow. Uh, it's really pretty. pretty. And she's like, most people aren't affected by it, but some of us are. Like she's giving, And then she's like, I lost sight completely in both of my eyes. I don't know if the spores had anything to do with that, but she just uh -huh. kind of dropped that bomb on us in I the know. middle of the conversation. I certainly did not noticed that she was blind. Uh, I kind of like, noticed because having someone who's watched anime mm. a long time, they have a way of drawing eyes differently. Yeah, So like if true. they have that little shiny bit, the little like white circle in right. the middle, that's they're alive or whatever, or they can gotcha. see. But if they don't, they're kind of glazed over looking, then they're either blind or they're dead or something like that. Yeah, and, and like watching it again, having like known that, it was a little more obvious that there was something going on, but yeah. for as a first time viewer, for I was a like, noob. "Oh, she's blind. Interesting." Uh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, so Spike's like, "I'm so sorry. That must be very hard for you." And she goes, "It's okay. I've I've, I've adapted to it. I'm fine." And she's like, "Also, in a way, I can understand more when I can't see." Uh, uh, and he's like, will you get better? And she's like, if we spend a lot of money, which is kind of cool because I don't know if we have the technology today, but apparently in the future, in this timeline, that they, mm -hmm. if you have enough money, you can afford to bring your sight back. 
I get, yeah, I don't know that we can like reverse people's blindness, but know. there is LASIK surgery. There is LASIK but... surgery. So I guess we yeah. have a form of it, yeah. but just not as extreme. Something like it. And she's like, but to be honest, I don't really mind that I have to stay blind. She's kind of adapted to it. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's okay. Yeah, good for and her. And she can manage for herself. She, she had a gun. Like, she's fine. Yeah. She's brave enough to like shoot someone blindly. Mm-hmm. Spike says, oh, well, Rock will do anything to take care of his little sister. So we find out so as an audience. His that, sister. And she's like showing off her little music box. And she's like, oh, Rocco sent me this yesterday. It's very sweet. Take a look at it. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he looks at it and he opens it. And it's this beautiful blue music box. And it's playing music. She's like, you know, everything, everyone says bad things about him. but And he hangs out with some bad people too. But you and him are alike. You both have a good heart. And you both have like something beautiful inside you. And mm. it's so sweet because it's <laughs> so true. <laughs> okay. But I love this because before that even happens, he's like, well, how do you know I'm not one of his bad friends? She goes, you're not. I can tell. And it's like, okay. <laughs> so then he's kind of like perusing the music box a little bit and he pulls down this hidden secret flap, I guess, that's inside of it. And we see this little bag of drugs. Drugs? Just kidding. Is it, it drugs? No, but it kind of looks like, at first I thought it was drugs, but it, it kind of looks, looks like, like seeds. And put two and two together, Rocco has a plant. So it might be seeds from that plant. So we're like, oh, okay. Drug seeds. Drug seeds. So then Spike takes out these uh, whatever the fuck. Drugs? And then he just goes back to her point of like, he's like, something beautiful. Hmm, I'm afraid I lost that a long time ago. Long, Hmm. long time ago. Another piece of the puzzle. Cut back to a bar scene and filled with men. It's smoky, it's steamy, and it's even more smoky and steamy because Miss Faye Valentine just walks in. And that's literally... What a bartender, that what a, what a barkeeper says. They they whistle and they're like, "Hey, baby, come over here," you know, haggling her and all that jazz because she's a hottie with a body. And they're like, "I got an empty chair over here." And then she grabs this guy and she goes, "I want Picaro. Tell me where he is." And he's like, "I'm sorry, sweetie, I don't know where he is." And she starts shooting up the place. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. First of all, these guys took out their guns first. Why exactly? I don't know. Because Picaro's. Because they I'm couldn't guessing, without their dicks, I guess. Probably. Uh, believe it or not, this is a family-friendly show. Oh, okay. Really? Yes. No, it's not. <laughs> no there's some nudies. There's some nudes yeah, in exactly. it, so I guess not. So then, yeah, she shoots, and she kind of damages a lot of people. And she's like, have you heard of him? And she's just shooting up the play. I love it. And he's like, oh, well, now that you mention it, I have heard. Uh. Back on the bebop. I'm sorry. We're jumping around a lot, guys. I'm trying my best to get every little detail in here. Jet's like, what? Price of seeds for the gray ash plant. I don't know if I mentioned this. I probably didn't. But the plant that Spike is in possession of is called Great Ash. I don't know that we've named it, but I don't, have they mentioned the name before? Uh, I think they did. Okay. Well, whatever. Whatever. You know it's, it's called, a plant. You it's know it's an expensive plant. It's called gray ash. Who cares? And then Spike's like, I'm just asking. And then Jet's like, well, don't. They're like gems. If you ever see one, you're very lucky. And Spike's like, oh, really? And pulls out the freaking seeds. And apparently the seeds are cost like $8 million each. Each. So imagine if you had, seed. they have right now the plant and the seeds, and that's a lot of seeds. They Jesus. could just be rich right now. Honestly, that's But they crazy. have morals, so that's good. And then Jet's like, why did you get some? And Spike's like, uh, no. Uh, no. Why would and you say that? And he shoves them back in his butt. Back in a dark, grassy scene, we see Picaro's <laughs> up against a fence with the thugs, and they're like asking questions. They're like, where's the plant? He's like, I don't have it. I dropped it. And they're like, well, I hear you have a sister. And he's like, you keep my sister out of this. And they're like, oh. 
oh, well, she will be if you tell us where the plants are. And then he burns a hole, a hole in his freaking skin. Yeah, because the main guy, what's his name? Pic- Picaro. Picaro. Picasso. It's, Pica- it's yeah. Picaro. Picaro's smoking a cigar and he puts it out on his fucking forehead. Ouch. This is great. <laughs> this is great. So meanwhile, Faye's still looking for Picaro because the guy at the bar gave yeah. her some a tip. And so she bangs open the door and busts in the room. And she points a gun at these two men in the middle of their, uh, their sexcapade. Hanky panky. In the middle as of their hanky panky. my grandmother would call it. Which, that's very refreshing to see. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. It was I, nice because the show didn't make a big deal out of it. No, besides the fact that it was like, oh, God, wait, we just walked in on some people having sex. Yeah, it was <laughs> like, great. There was that shock value, but it could have been a straight couple, too. And it would have been the same shock like, value. It would have. Because yeah, it's exactly. just like, wait. That's not what we were. That's we weren't going to see we people having sex, but it was so it's so refreshing because they, like you said, they didn't make a big deal out of yeah. it, and I really enjoy that. And so she, but that shortly ended. That's that shortly lived because freaking Faye Valentine puts the gun in his mouth, and she's like, "I want to know where Picaro is." A quick answer would be good. And he's like, "Then she's like, what's she say?" And then they're like, "It's it's really funny. It's a funny scene of like these two men are terrified that this woman just busted in, putting a gun in his mouth, traumatizing these innocent people." It's fucked up. She just busts in. She's like, listen, I need something and I need it now. It's my money and I need it now. That's it. Meanwhile, at the cathedral where Spike's supposed to meet Rocco, he does. That's it. Good job. He meets up with him. We love people who can manage expectations and show up on time. Right? And then he's like, here, I brought the plant, but I took a peek. I took a peek inside, so sorry. And then he's like, oh, so you know what it is? He's like, yes, I do. It's gray ash, a humble name for such an amazing plant. It's worth 10 times the bounty of you and your buddies, which triggers freaking <laughs> Rocco because he's like, you're a bounty hunter. First of all, he saw Spike on the plane, correct? He saw Spike take these, what are they? These terrorists and get a bounty for them. He was in the airport seeing them get the money for it. He should know that he's a bounty hunter. This guy's just dumb. He's that's, so stupid. That's all it is. But I literally, I was like, wait a minute. But he knows he's a bounty hunter. So he's all worried that Spike is there to take him in. Yeah. And, oh, and then they even mentioned, they're like, Stella needs that plant. And Stella's his sister, yeah. by the way. Stella! Stella! And I love this, but Spike's like, don't you worry about Stella. We're going to take care of her. Like, Spike has mm-hmm. set his goal yeah. to make Stella better, which I like. Love him oh, so nice. much. Rocco throws his gun down and he's like, you got to get out of here quick or they'll kill you. They'll kill you. Cut back to Faye and she's pissed and she goes, I was set oh, yeah. up. I was set up on a wild goose chase. And then a, f- a shooting breaks out mm-hmm. where Spike and Rocco is and we see Picaro and the whole gang kind of closing in on them. And it's very much like, ooh, no. And he's like, wait, I have the plant. Just like just like I said. Now, let him go, please. That's all I'm asking you. They're like, well, no can do. We're not going to let you go. So they just basically open yeah. fire on both Spike but why? and Rocco. They did get what they wanted. They did. But guess, I guess since guess he's a witness. bad guys. I guess he's a oh, witness. Oh, yeah. And that too. So they're like, take him out. Let's do this. Take him out. And it's another shooting fight, which Spike's really good at. Yeah. And Faye just kind of. Faye ex machina. She comes on in and shoots up the place with her own freaking mm-hmm. ship. And I love it. And she goes, Picaro, stay where you are. Because she was after him. Mm-hmm. And Spike, he's like, could you be a little more delicate about this? Fuck you, Spike. She's angry. <laughs> She's angry and she found him. And I love this. Jet even comes in. Uh-huh. And he's like, wait, well, hold on, guys. Don't shoot them. If they're dead, we get no reward. Again, being the mom in the back uh-huh. of the group. I don't blame him, though. They got paid once in the past fucking five years. <laughs> So then uh, the thugs realize, like, oh, shit, they're bounty hunters. 
and Rocco's about to get punched by this one guy until he has a flashback and he realizes water. water. And he grabs this guy's wrist and throws him down just like Spike has done it twice in this freaking episode. And he gets so fucking giddy. He's, He's like, like, oh my God, I did it, daddy. Did you see that? But that was shortly lived because literally he got shot. Yeah. And shot he drops the plant. Right in through the back, through his chest. It was not. Ouch. It was so shocking. When I first saw that, yeah, I was like, Yeah, it sucked. Because <gasps> he just did so good. And he like, he, he was, he deserved that giddy cheering. And, then, and he deserved to, to get a sister will. And then he got shot. Favorite. And he got shot. And he dropped his plant. And, and it shattered. And then Spike's just like, Rocco, no. And we see Rocco kind of reaching for his plant. And as the, the plant's like slowly dying, because apparently it, with the Venus air, it's mm-hmm. not good. So then Faye finally gets Picaro. And she's like, you already caused me enough trouble. And we see Spike kind of like, hang in there, you hear me? Don't die. Don't die, Rocco. Stella needs you. And he's like, did you see me, Spike? I was fluid like water. And then Spike's like, don't talk anymore. We we need to get you a doctor (laughs) in a couple of minutes. So stay alive. Stay alive. And before he dies... um, Oh, sorry. Oh my God! Spoiler. Cut cut that out. But he's still talking, and he's like, wait, Spike. I have something to tell you. And Stella's music box is... And then Spike's like, listen here. I know what's in there. And don't you worry. Stella's going to be good and taken care of. You hear me? So determined. I love it. You're going to have so many babies. You're going to get out of here. You're going to be fine. I can't remember the actual line. But at one point, Jack says, Rose, you're going to have a bunch of babies. Because that's all women do. Women be be having babies. and Left and, and right. And women be shopping. Obviously a joke. Obviously, Obviously. a joke. I know. I'm, I'm clarifying know. for our audience. The women be shopping. That's a shout out to the Bechdel cast. Nice. One of my faves. And so Spike's just like going back into battle and it's like, hang on, please don't die. Don't die. Don't die. And he runs. And we see Rocco and he's just, he's not doing well. <sighs> and he even said, this is so sweet. Even Spike's not around to hear this. Like, this is just for us. But he's like, I wonder if I had met you earlier in my lifetime. I wonder if we would have been friends. <laughs> And with that, he dies. So, like, throughout this whole episode, you know, Rocco's a good guy. He's still annoying. He's an idiot. He's an idiot, but... He's a himbo. You know, I'm going to let him believe that. Yeah. I'm going to let him believe that he and Spike would have been friends. Cause, just, just let him. Because, yeah. It's his dying wish. Yeah, just, exactly. Just, just let him. So, he, he can have that one. Please. So, yeah, with that, he dies, which is very sad. And, and then... with that, I die. I die. <laughs> Cut to, oh my god, please let me finish this. I die. I fucking hate you. you Stop it. You need to stop. I'm done. God. So the next day we're at a hospital and we're like, oh, a hospital. And we see Spike at the information booth, like the gentleman he is with roses. And he knocks on the door and we see Stella in this room and we're like, oh, Oh my goodness. And she's like, come on in. And she's like, Rocco, is that you? And, and Spike's like, do I look? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So. He's like, bitch, can't you see? It's stop. Oh, wait. Oh, this is awkward. <laughs> okay, carry on. So then she's all excited. She's like, hey, oh my gosh, I know you're not Rocco now, apparently. Because we didn't even say who he was. But she's like, oh, apparently Rocco got me some great ash and my eyes are going to get all better again. It's it's the seedlings for money and treatment. And my doctors, the doctor says my eyes are going to be all better. Isn't that great? The first thing I want to see is Rocco. He's Who's like, going to tell her? <laughs> he's like, tell him to come visit me right now. 
not saying anything. And she's just like, oh, oh, Spike, is he in jail? <laughs> and he just goes, no. <laughs> and she's like, then why hasn't he come to see me? Um, <laughs> we shouldn't be laughing at Sam. You see. Yeah, and he's just like, he doesn't say anything, but instead she reaches her hand out to feel his face, which that is a Hollywood stereotype. Well, Blind people do not do this. The the stereotype is like, they'll feel the face to recognize the person. They feel the face. No, no, no. They'll feel the facial expression to recognize the, not, yes, to feel the person, yeah. yes, but also to feel the, okay. the facial expression. Those are both like under the same category of like, okay. they feel the I face to feel what's going on. Sure. That is a myth. Well, I know that for sure, like blind people do not feel people's faces to recognize them. That's mm-hmm. definitely not true. Mm-hmm. I I don't know as much about the facial expression. I believe you. I've, I kind of. Or it could just be a very sweet yeah, gesture I, I that I she's kinda, doing. I could. I could read this scene. I mean, I think there, there's ways you could read it, and you could read it as he's she's feeling his face to figure out what's going on. But it also could easily be read as just like a sentimental thing, like which like if it is connecting. a sentimental thing, I'm so jealous of her. <laughs> I want to touch All his right. pretty she's, face. Don't be jealous of her. She, he is my husband, though. Her brother's dead. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. I probably shouldn't. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, because like he feels the loss, too. Obviously not on the same level, but he no. did grow to really respect this guy. Yeah. Because he was fighting for her. So this is a sad moment for him. It is. So. And so she realizes as she puts his hand to his face, she's like, oh, he's dead, isn't he? It's just quiet in the room. <laughs> It's not funny. And she's like, okay, I understand. It's okay. You can leave now. No, we're not going to say what happened. I don't happened. want to. So, I feel so bad. So after she's after she's like, he's, he's dead, dead, isn't he? he? She, go, no. she goes, I see. And could the, this, could the translators pick a different? She could have just gone, I understand. Or Oh, okay. Like, For sure. why did you have Listen, to make her say, I this see? This is probably just because Lauren and I are dead inside. But as soon as she <laughs> said, I see, we both started laughing. No! And we're not proud Don't of it. Don't expose us like that. <laughs> but she can't see. I'm a see. good person, I swear. It's terrible. Oh, just terrible. Applaud Spike for keeping a straight face, though. Good job, <laughs> She's Spike. dead inside, too. Oh, no. Good job, Spike. Oh, man, fuck. Uh, and she's like, it's because he was doing something that was wrong, I'm sure. Not even, though. And she's like, you better leave. It's better if you leave. And it's like, dude, mm-hmm. he's doing his best. It wasn't his fault that he got shot. I know, so but, leaves- you know, she's she's grieving now, so she probably wants to be alone. True. So she he leaves the flowers that he got for her, which is so sweet. And she goes, I'm just, I'm up really upset because I I never got to see Rocco with my own eyes. She's never seen him before. It's very sad. So when did she go blind? Probably really early on, huh? Yeah. Because I guess they've been on Venus forever. Probably. Uh, so then she's like, well, I have a question. What was he really like? And Spike, I love him. He's just <laughs> like, well, you know better than anyone else without looking. He was a great guy. He was a good kid. He's exactly the person you thought he was. He is so sweet. sweet. He's got a heart. And then the closing scene for this episode is like we hear the music box playing and Spike's in the market eating an apple. And we see she mentioned the spores of these plants. Mm-hmm. And then we see the spores falling. And she said how it looks like snow. And it that's what it does. That's it exactly looks like looks snow. Like, yeah. And it's very beautiful. And then we get the title card. See you, Space Cowboy. 
See ya. And that's the end of episode eight. That's the end of the episode. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. All right. Well, finally, we can talk about them together. What did you think of these two episodes? Uh, these two episodes were good. I liked them. Do you like how Cowboy Bebop's, it's got its comedic side, but yeah. it's also kind of taking a serious turn now? For sure. And that's why I was going to say, like, these two episodes were a good pairing to mm-hmm. watch. Because the first one was, like, it was just, like, really fun and exciting. There was a lot of metal and badassery. And then this one, like, had those elements, but also there was a lot of heart behind it. A lot of actual legitimate sentiment behind it. And mm-hmm. the person who was, like kind of our antagonist for a while was only that way because he his intentions were so pure to save his sister. So it was a really great balance in these two episodes and I really liked it. What do you think of uh, Spike as a character as a whole after these episodes that you've seen so far? Yeah, we're definitely seeing more of Spike and... Like more of his softer side. More of his softer side, but even his softer side is exists so much in his just like nonchalant, don't give a fuck attitude. Mm-hmm. Which is, I don't know, it's it's cool to see that because it makes it, that, that's how you know it's really authentic is because he doesn't put it on display. It's just kind of there. Yeah, you really don't even see it. It's it's just there. I don't know how he to explain it. He doesn't make a big it, deal out of yeah, it, no. Yeah, not at all. And he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't like to show it off at all. Yeah. He's basically, what he likes to show off is that he's a tough bounty hunter. He can take care of himself. He can fight. He's a smoker. He breaks the rules. He's a rule breaker. He's a mm-hmm. bad boy. Uh, and he's kind of like a grump. But he has this really soft, this really deep, intimate, soft side to him where he he says he hates dogs, but yet he keeps eyeing on the ship. He says he hates women, but he he respects Faye and thinks that she's crazy Does at times. Does he say he hates women? <laughs> Did I say that? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. He can't stand women at times. He loves women. He, okay. <laughs> he loves women, but they can be a pain in his ass. Sure. The main... He's like, I can't stand women, kids, and dogs. But Mm -hmm. he just says that. But his actions speak way louder than words. And he's definitely he's a he's a lover and a fighter. He's a he's got both sides to him, which I love. And we're getting more pieces of the puzzle, bit by bit. Yeah. What do you think of uh, Faye? Faye, Faye's fun. You like Faye? Faye's fun, and she's attractive. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I really like. She becoming a waifu. Uh, sure. I don't know. Maybe not so much like. Toka was. Toka's definitely your wife. Toka's for, for you. sure way up there. Wow. But what I really like about Faye is I love it when she gets upset and then she just doesn't give a fuck. Mm. Like when she was chasing Deckard in the last episode, she was like, I don't care what I destroy. I don't care anything. I'm just going after this guy because I don't give a fuck. But like a lot of times that works out well for her. It's very much like Spike in a way. Yeah, very. Yeah, pretty much. But More I don't know. flirting between them. Yeah. If you want to call it that. What do you call it? Fight flirting. Yeah, it's fight flirting. It's bickering. So it's flirting. 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 There was not a lot of Jet in these two episodes. Not so much. Just a lot of him being maternal and uh, moral. The backbone. (laughs) Yeah, really just being like the leader in the background. Mm. Just keeping the kids on the reins as best he can. It seems like every episode is like vastly different in its own unique way because it's still the same story it's still Mm -hmm. like bounty hunters trying to collect their bounties and but it's like do you this is my question okay it's before you finish your thought because this this is included with my question do you enjoy anime when it's do you enjoy this kind of anime where it's like little vignettes little stories within each episode or do you like it when it's like the one continue long story of like they drag it on in episode form 
Sure. Do you, which one do you prefer? I don't, having I think seen what I've shown you. Based on like the, what we're doing with the show, it was definitely a lot easier when each episode kind of feeds into each other when it's one long story. Mm-hmm. But like as a viewer, they're both good. They're yes. both great. And that's what like, I do really enjoy about this show is like almost feels like each episode is exploring different genres. Not mm-hmm. really because it's all one like it's a fucking space it cowboy adventure. Different genres, though, yeah, there's like different music. Yeah, and there's like a different tone in every single Definitely. episode. Definitely. And uh, so that that makes it more exciting because you it never does. know what you're gonna get. Whereas like when you're watching Tokyo Ghoul, you know you're gonna watch some fucked up shit. Oh yeah. And when you're watching your Anais, you're gonna you know you're gonna watch some romantic skating. figure skating. Um, <laughs> and so it's it's all fun, but like this show like really keeps you on your toes because you're like, oh god, what's gonna happen next time? With these it's fucking like, space where, cowboy where adventures. Where will our heroes be next? Exactly. Tune in next week. Yeah. Well then, that's all for today. If you guys want to follow us on social media, we are Weeboo and Noob on Twitter. If you want to follow me, you're Noob. I am Chris Elsenbrook. That's Chris E-L-S-E-N-B-R-O-E-K on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to follow... And if you want to follow me, Lauren, your Weeboo, on Instagram and Twitter, I'm Lololand underscore 17. That's L-O-L-O-L-A-N-D underscore 17 on Instagram and Twitter. Guys, gals, and non-binary pals, thank you so much for listening to to us. Once again, I'm Lauren, your Weeboo. I'm Chris, your noob. And this is Weeboo the Noob. Thank you so much for listening with us. And see you, Space Cowboys. You are loved. You're not alone. Stay hydrated and get to bed early. Uh, yeah, okay. Or not. <laughs> uh, bye. Bye. Bye, 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 bye,